When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Ooh, hold up. Just got a new sale, order fulfilled, and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Oh, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. What up, everybody? This is Rob Brandt. And this is Rick Brandt. And we are the Brothers Brandt. Welcome to episode 85, Michigan versus Ohio State, the game. Rick, this is called the game. Ohio State and Michigan playing one another is not a game, not maybe a game. It's called the game. And unanimously, this game between Ohio State and the University of Michigan has been ranked the number one rivalry game in the entire nation of college football and rick you had a privilege of partaking in this game not playing in it but being there for the fanfare and the festivities and the lead up to it so that's what this episode's all about it's just talking about the game and the rivalry so let's hit it rick when when did you go to to michigan to watch this game well, well, well. I'm glad you asked, Rob. And before I get into it, I'm going to ask. Need... That's the whole episode of the podcast. You're right. It is the title of the podcast. However, if I didn't I... ask, we wouldn't have a podcast. <laughs> we were throwing around different ideas. We came up with this one. We're sticking to it. But I do have to make a note for our listeners out there. They can all see if they're watching online. The hat you're wearing today that says D-A-D. And I want to give a big shout out to my little brother for bringing into this world James Robert Brandt just the other day. Congratulations to you and your beautiful wife. How does it feel to be a dad? Uh, it's surreal. It's surreal. Uh, it's amazing, dude. I'm so excited. 
Uh, he's a little nugget. Um, I told Shelby, I can't wait to bring him to sporting events. So just super fired up to have this little dude just be all about sports, man. This is going to be great. And, you know, uh, you are, Rick, the godfather, the godfather. So, so you are the godfather to James Robert. You never go against the family. You never know again. Go against the family. Well, congratulations to you and to Shelby. And I cannot wait until the first sports road trip for young Jamie. Let's get into this Ohio State Michigan fanfare, episode 85 of the Brothers Brand podcast. And to answer your initial question, 2007, Rob, was the year that I had the opportunity to first step foot into the big house. And we've documented a little bit in previous podcasts about the big house, which is the home stadium for the Michigan Wolverines. And it's known as the big house because it is a big ass house. Rob, it is the largest stadium in college football. But what's so unique about it is as you walk up to the stadium, it doesn't look that daunting. It doesn't look that massive. And it's because it's built down into the ground so when you enter you actually look down and it looks like you're just looking into eternity as there's hundreds and hundreds of rows down to the field all right rob so back in 2007 my best friend from high school from growing up in the small town in new jersey which you and i did he had decided that he would venture out and go to the university of michigan to study in college. While I could not support the idea because of the cold weather, I absolutely jumped on board because of who Michigan football is. They are one of the greatest programs in the history of college football. I love college football, and I made a pact to my best buddy growing up that if, in fact, he did go to the University of Michigan, which he was contemplating, that yours truly, the brothers Brant half of Rick, would be in Ann Arbor, Michigan for the first Michigan-Ohio State game Thanksgiving weekend. Rob, I couldn't have been more jazzed up for it. My buddy Aaron Tarver, shout out to Aaron Tarver, goes to school there, and I followed suit a few months later for one wild weekend in Michigan. Absolutely. A wild weekend in Ann Arbor pre predating the brothers brant road trips like this was the first splash right 2007 rob it was before we got the whole shenanigan thing going exactly exactly now before we jump into it i know we've talked about the university of michigan it was one of the first podcasts we ever did was the university of michigan uh versus akron i believe on one of our 10 games 10 sporting event road trips right and i know we talked about ohio state but we're going to bring it all together right here and just give the listeners what they want rick okay so first thing i'm going to say about the stadium is uh this stadium it's called the fielding h yost stadium and this is the big house in michigan and just to paint the scene you're right rick you go down, the stadium doesn't look that big from the outside because it's actually built into the ground, but it's a massive bowl. And the bowl seats 107,000 people. But this stadium was created back in like the 30s, 1930s, this stadium was created. And when they were building out this stadium, in the 30s, they were saying, 
this will hold 70,000 fans. And what they did was they built the stadium to hold 65,000 fans. And then in the 50s, they actually reevaluated and just go, it's getting sold out. Like the, it, this place is packed every Saturday. And they did a, 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 a construction project on the stadium, bumped it up to 85,000. And then back in the 90s, they bumped it up to over 100,000 fans that could fit into this stadium. And then Michigan, unfortunately, lost the crown of the biggest stadium to the University of Tennessee down in Knoxville. Um, but they quickly regained it when they added on another construction project that would hold 107 screaming Wolverine fans. Um, so, you know, the magnitude of the stadium, the vision for it, it's called the big house for a reason. It's an absolute electric, electric place to be on a Saturday. You feel the power of 107,000 screaming fans each and every Saturday. I've done it many times. You have as well. And I happen to be out there for the Michigan-Ohio State football game, which, Rob, in context, as you said, was the greatest number one rivalry in college football. I put it up there with the Duke and UNC college basketball rivalry, that hatred towards each other, the iconic brands, the back and forth. Without a rivalry, you got to have the competition, but without it, you got nothing. So that's what they have. They have every couple of years, Ohio State wins, then Michigan wins. It's back and forth, back and forth. That's what a good rivalry is. It's like Red Sox and Yankees, Rob. And wow. So here we go. Hold on, are. let me back it up, Rick, because I want to touch on something. I was talking to one of my friends, shout out Larry Manley, big Ohio State fan. Larry was telling me that every single M at the Ohio State facility has an X through it or is crossed out because that's how deep this rivalry runs. Like anything that has an M, like a sign that starts with an M or has an M in it is crossed out. Um, so and like, so like hypothetically, like moving vehicles, the M would be slashed out. Slashed out. Like they have no or M's on campus. Like a sign that says Montana this way slashed out i don't know why they would have a montana sign at osu but hypothetically yes the m would be crossed out or like if they had a bakery on campus that was selling macaroons it would cross out the m and it would just say macaroons is that what you're saying I'm saying that. So moving on, it, it was an odd choice of the macaroons. I, I, I swear I would have thought you said muffins, but you know, macaroons, whatever, man. I like a nice pastry, a nice delicate pastry from overseas. The French know how to do it. I don't think that's from. Is that from France? But it should be. It should be. If it's not, it feels like it should be macaroon. From yeah, I guess so. I guess. I've had a macaroon. Fantastic. Fantastic. Rob, it's like a hamburger dessert. It's got the delicious top and bottom bun, plus that juicy, whatever it might be, that tasty treat in the middle. That's a macaroon. I have had a macaroon. Those things are delicious. I had a cookies and cream one the other day. It was delicious. All right. Well, so they also, <laughs> they also don't call the team uh, Michigan. They call them the team up north or they call them Michigan. They don't say Michigan. They say we're playing Michigan this week. Um, so that's the hatred right there. But Rick, 
you know, talk about the festivities. Then I'll get into the 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 background of Michigan, and then I'll talk about Ohio State. We'll talk about the game, and then we'll move on. Perfect. So this game, Rob, there's no way around it. If they've played a zillion times, this was the worst game in the history of the rivalry. This game was terrible. It was like 14 to three was the final score. Ohio State won. It was a cold, wet, rainy day. It was like 40 degrees tops, windy, bundled up. It was not ideal conditions. The team on the field gave you nothing to cheer about. They had one field goal, and that was it. No offense. It was disgusting, the game. However, all that being said, it was still a bucket list game you got to put on your list. Rob, it was incredible. So my best friend's out there, and I get out in maybe on a Thursday evening, we're you gotta go out. Thursday. You gotta go. You gotta go Wednesday, Thursday, Wednesday night. Enjoy Thursday, Friday. That's the ideal situation. You don't want to ever. I cannot stress this enough. You're going to a college campus for a Saturday football game. You do not get into town on Friday. If you get into town on Friday, you've already shit the bed on the trip. All right. You got to get there Wednesday night, Thursday at the latest. But if you get in there Friday, you're missing all the fanfare, the the hype, the build up to the big game. So I get into town, we end up getting together, a bunch of Michigan buddies, we're having a good time, we're partying, there's some, uh, you know, frat things happening, sorority things happening, like you would expect, big, big game coming up. I remember the night before on Friday night, they do a big thing with the Michigan band on campus, they meet down in the quad, classic campus tradition, and they're playing all the songs, they're trash talking Ohio State. It's just as far as the blue and maize, which is the yellow in the Michigan, in case the listeners didn't know, as the eye could see. And you could just, again, anticipation hype was building, building for this huge game. And the game normally kicks off early on a Saturday. Very rarely is it a nighttime game. And uh, so the fans get going early. And I mean, seven, eight o'clock, you walk around the campus and it is already tailgating and parties happening people struggling from the night before but rallying that's what it's all about when you're in college at at one of these big universities when you got a big time game happening on a Saturday so Rob that was the anticipation leading up to it I talked about what it's like to approach the big house to walk into the big house and there's just something special in the air when you know the Buckeyes are in town oh yeah when you know the Buckeyes are in town it's going to be a brawl. It's going to be a brawl. And, you know, Rick, the game wasn't much to talk about. I just want to talk a little bit about Michigan's history, a little bit about Ohio State's Michigan, uh, Ohio State's history, so that we can give them their justice that they deserve. And the fans of the Brothers Brand Faithful can, you know, put this on the bucket list and, and head up to either Ann Arbor or Columbus uh, over a weekend, over uh, a Thanksgiving weekend and watch uh, the greatest rivalry in college football. So without further ado, a little background on Michigan. Uh, they, they've been playing football since 1879. 1879, okay. Um, their all-time record is 971 wins, 350 losses. They actually hold the record 
for the most wins in NF in um, NCAA history. Most wins in NCAA history. Put that on the trivia sheet for all of you sports fans out there. They have all so they have 16 national championships. Okay, 16 national championships. Unfortunately, their most recent national championship um, was in 1997. So they're in what we would call a, a, a 25 year uh, drought. 20, 24, 25 year drought. Okay. They've had three Heisman winners and they've had 83 consensus all Americans. So they just produce talent at a very high level. Right. Um, and then next you have Ohio state who has been playing football since 1890. Okay. So it's 1890. Their record is 937 wins, 328 losses, um, they have a total of 15 national championships. Their most recent championship was in 2014 uh, with Urban Meyer when he was the head coach there. Um, and you also have uh, seven Heisman winners and 90 All-Americans. A fun thing that Ohio State does and something that they're known for is their marching band. Uh, they have a marching band that comes out on the field. You know, they're obviously in the stands for the games, pumping everybody up before the game and all that. But I would argue that their marching band is the most famous marching band in all of college football because at halftime when they're playing at home, now this game this year with Michigan is away, uh, but when they're playing home, they do something called the dotting of the eye where basically they script out Ohio and then they have a big tuba player come and dot the dot the I in Ohio, and that's called dotting the I. Um, so we got a we got a big matchup coming up at the end of the month. Both teams are ranked in the top ten in the nation. Michigan is currently number six in the nation. Ohio State is number five. Now Rick went to the game last year. We're talking about it now, and we still have four weeks of college football left. But this is shaping up like one of the best games in the history of the game. Uh, if these two teams keep winning and they line up, this is going to have college football playoffs implications. And you may be looking at maybe a national champion uh, in this game coming up over Thanksgiving in a couple of weeks. Wow, Rob, you just unpacked decades, centuries worth of history in about two minutes. I hope all the listeners enjoyed that because you can't get that anywhere else but the Brothers Brandt podcast. Excellent job with all that. The dotting of the eye is just one of the most sacred well, I, wanna, I wanna fact check you here, Rick. I wanna fact, they could Wikipedia this. They could Wikipedia this, but they don't. They don't. They come to the Brothers Brandt for this type of information. They don't go to some website. They come to the podcast. They now, want it. They want it. We got it. Exactly. You got to give the people what they want, and we've got the deliverables. <laughs> what can What can Brown do for you? You ever heard of that slogan, Rick? What I think can, you're high as a kite right now. <laughs> what can Brant do for you? You there got you it. Go. You got it. There we go. Now, there we go. a huge reason for why we were talking about the game, Michigan and Ohio State, was yes. They are having tremendous success this season. They are on a collision course 
in Ann Arbor in a couple of weeks to potentially decide the Big Ten. But also, they have some epic games this Saturday on the college football slate. So let's get into, Rob, any given Saturday, one of our favorite segments. I know you've been keeping track. How did we do from last week? Any given Saturday, week eight. Last week, how did the Brothers Brandt do? Well, let's just run through this. You picked Hottie Toddy. I picked Go Tigers. Obviously, I lost. Chalk one up for Ricky right there. I wanted, I wanted to go for LSU. My heart is always with LSU and those Tigers down in Baton Rouge. But my brain said I got to go with Old Miss. They are a very good team. Their only loss came against Alabama, and they were honoring Eli Manning, the greatest quarterback in the history of Old Miss. They had painted in the end zones the name Manning instead of Old Miss on campus. The speed limits were 10 and 18 miles an hour. Rob, they were all in on this game for like a year now. And I knew that they'd come out and they'd play well. You want to know how I knew I picked uh, the wrong team? I did not see, yes, all that is true, but I did not see the jersey selections for Ole Miss. They were rocking those baby blues. Woo! I mean, that's next level stuff right there. When they rock those baby blues, it's it's a wrap. Put a bow on it. Those That's fire. Fire. Well, let's get to the other results. Right. So you went with Oklahoma State. I went with the Cyclones. Cyclones with the massive upset there. Um, and then we both went with Oregon. We both went with Wake Forest. We both went with Aztecs. And we both went with the Golden Domers, Notre Dame. So, so it sounds like a wash to me. It and I have to wash. give you credit. I have to give you credit because Iowa State was actually favored in that game against Oklahoma State, but Oklahoma State was undefeated. It was one of the most bizarre scenarios where a team that had two losses was actually favored by a huge margin to beat Oklahoma State. It was wild. And they were unranked. It was an unranked versus an eight. That How does that, like, I don't know how that happened, but anyway. That's college football in 2021. Any given Saturday, baby. And then also some Saturday scaries with Oklahoma and Kansas. Don't write Kansas off anymore. They're, hey, they're coming hey. to play. We have got five great games this weekend coming up on Saturday. Let's get into them. Let's start with the granddaddy of them all, the best one for this weekend, kicks off at noon on Fox. It's undefeated 7-0, sixth-ranked Michigan Wolverines heading to take on the eighth-ranked Michigan State Spartans. Who do you like in this, Rob? You know, Rick, not going to say much. I'm just going to make a statement right here. He takes the dad hat off and he dons the Michigan Wolverines hat on the road in East Lansing. Go blue. Go blue. I love it. I love it. I've already set aside my Michigan shirts. That's right. Multiple shirts for Saturday afternoon. It's going to be a good one up in Michigan. So who do you like, Rob? You got Michigan. I'm going to stick with Michigan as well. I think we both like the Wolverines in that one. Let's go. Next, here is one, Rob, that you've said it before. 
in a rivalry like this, you throw out the records. The number one team in the country has looked incredibly dominant. 7-0 Georgia Bulldogs head south to Florida. They'll be playing in Jacksonville, a neutral site, to take on the Florida Gators who are 4-3 and and unranked. What do you think? Rick, I want to say Florida. I want to say the Gators. I want to say it. I want to say an upset. You know, this is this is uh, the, the greatest cocktail party in in the country. Um, but go dogs. Go dogs, baby. This is the greatest cocktail party in the country. That's what this rivalry is dubbed and known as down in the South. Shout out to friend of the pod, Mr. Greg McGarity, president and CEO of the Gator Bowl hosted in Jacksonville every year. His two schools, Florida and Georgia, head to head this weekend. And I got the Bulldogs. They've looked too dominant not to take them. Here we go, Rob. Game number three. Here's a watch. It's a 7 o'clock kickoff Eastern time on ESPN. Number 10th ranked Old Miss heads to number 18th ranked Auburn. 6-1 and one versus 5-2. This is an SEC clash. Who do you like? Man, it's tough to play at Auburn. It's tough to play at Auburn. You've seen them knock off Alabama. You've seen them knock off some big name schools coming into coming into uh, War Eagle country. Um, but again, I think that uh, Ole Miss has really got it going. They had a statement win against LSU, just absolutely demoralized them. So riding that wave, hotty toddy, baby. Let's get that win. Move them up to nine or eight or maybe seven, and then they might have some playoff implications coming down the road. Rob, Rob, listen, it's all about buy low, sell high, right? Buy low, sell high. Buy low, sell high. Exactly. And I am selling Old Miss. They've gotten to number 10, but they are on the road at night in Auburn. Auburn's a good football team. I got the Tigers. War Eagle. Wow. War Eagle. Almighty. You got War Eagle this week. We'll keep an eye out for that one. Next, Rob, also at seven o'clock Eastern time, number 19th ranked SMU. That's right, I said it. 19th ranked SMU, seven and oh, undefeated, heading to Houston to take on the six and one Cougars. What do you make of this matchup? Rick, keep it real simple. Go ponies. Go ponies all day long. Of course, let's keep riding high. Uh, listen, I can't go against the ponies. They're right down the street from me. If I say it any louder, they'll hear me. If I mention something about Houston. Oh, 100%. Although Houston's a good squad. They're 6-1. and one. And now, Rob, the night capper on ABC, the 20th ranked Penn State Nittany Lions, who, oh, by the way, just played in the longest college football game in history, nine overtimes. They lost to the Illini last week, but that's neither here nor there. They're five and two, and they're heading to Columbus to take on the aforementioned Ohio State Buckeyes, who are six and one and ranked fifth in the country. Rick, I mean, that nine overtime. I don't even want to call it a thriller. It really wasn't a thriller. It was nine overtimes of missed two-point conversions with Illinois. <laughs> it, was, I mean, it, was, it was gross. If, if, if you can't convert 
eight, like seven, eight, nine of those two point conversions, whatever it is. Like if you can't close out a two and five Iowa te- or Illinois team uh, and you're going to Columbus, they're going to dot the I right on your face. Like it, it's over. It's done. It's a wrap. I got the Buckeyes. Not even going to be a game, to be honest. They're going to get blown out so badly. Penn State season start unraveling last Saturday. It'll be a nail in the coffin by Saturday night in Ohio State, in Columbus. It's going to be a clean slate. Buckeyes all the way. We're two. Rob, we're across the board. Four games we're all on the same page with. It's that Old Miss-Auburn game to watch, 7 o'clock Saturday night. And there you have it. And there you have it. All right. Well, I'm Rob Brandt. And I'm Rick Brandt. And we are the Brothers Brandt. Thanks for Thanks listening. Thanks for listening. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team, team Ready. ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.